Yeah, baby. You are riding high in your fantasy league. You need to know which buttons you need to push to make that final sprint to the playoffs because are you two games ahead of those people behind you? You've got a few more weeks before the playoff starts. Your playoff push starts right about now. You're going to be like Carl Lewis in 1996 running the 200-meter dash after everybody thought he was old. But no, he's digging. He's digging from 150. He's digging from 100. And we're digging right into week 11 of the Sausage Hunt Fantasy Football Ferocity. We've got everything you want to know and a whole lot of things you don't want to know. Because that's how yes, we sir. do it. We're bringing it to yes, you. I'm Johnny Kilbasa. You might have heard me on the Mark Aram Show. You might be new to the fantasy football ferocity. You might have tried other fantasy football podcasts and said these guys don't know what they're talking about. I need something a little more in my life. And I always need something a little more in my life. And that's because I got the commissioner of America. And that commissioner is Michi coming in. How you doing, Michi? I am, I am doing fine. We are pressing buttons. We are making moves. We are playing winning fantasy football 2019 style. People, America, how's your season going, y'all? Y'all listening to Missy? Sometimes Missy is so right it's not funny. Other times, Mr. Kilbasa comes in and says, no, no. It's the Falcons against the Saints. And there, there is always something to learn. And there is injury reports. There is tight ends dropping all over the league. This is a bye week. They're playing somewhere in Mexico City on Sunday night. It's fantastic. You said it right, Mr. Cabasa. Are you gearing up for the playoffs? Are you looking forward into weeks 14, 15, and 16 for your playoff matchups? Have you done that happy scouting? You should. We're here for you. I'm excited, Mr. Kielbasa. Anywhere you want to go. As long as it starts with a football minute. (laughs) You want to start this with a football minute? Always want to start with a football minute. (laughs) Let's do it. Week 10. Week 10 in the NFL. Shuffle the cards at the top week in college. Here comes winter week in America. Your Upper Oconee Boo Dogs blank Mizzou. Thank you, Missouri, for being in the SEC. Your Midtown Ramblin' Wreck almost beat Virginia, but they didn't. Just wait till next year. Your Hank Aaron Drive Panthers lost a heartbreaker to UL Monroe despite 533 total yards. Get the tickets for App State next week already. Your Magic City Dirty Birds turned it around, like I said, and upset the Saints. Now we go. Playoffs are bust. Look out below. Genius coach PJ Fleck and his Minnesota Golden Gophers, don't you know? Knocked off number four, Penn State. Sorry about your luck, Penn State. Ha! Everybody loves it when Alabama loses, and they did, and everybody loves it when Ed Ogeron talks. Yeah, we're a better team. We're a roll tide. Fuck that. The Ohio State Buckeyes scored 73 on Maryland. Glad Maryland's in the Big Ten. America's team Cleveland Browns aren't out of it yet. Just seven more wins in a row, and we're in. Mark Aram's New York football Giants lost the who could be worse ball in New Jersey? Danny Dimes got his lunch money stolen on a steal and score. And Monday night, Barnburner and Rice Roney Town when Seahawks took on the Niners on the MNF. <laughs> there you go. I like that. I like that. That Monday night football game, clear that throw. Get ready. That Monday night football game, I, uh, I'll tell you what, drama filled, fantasy football drama filled. Plenty of players were playing in that game. Yours truly won his game. Late. 
Late, Late, Late with Chris Carson and Russell Wilson bringing me over the hump and keeping me on track and playing winning fantasy football. All the nature of happy scouting that you could possibly imagine. Oh, Atlanta. Hello, Atlanta. This is Mishy. I wish to apologize for my commentary about your ball club there last week. Those Atlanta Falcons, them dirty boys, sure put a hurting on the New Orleans Saints. And all I can really ask is, where's this been? Guys, do you get a couple of linemen back and this is the kind of football you're going to play? If so... Boy, I got some news coming up for you guys playing in Carolina this weekend. Mr. Kilbasa, <laughs> I'm playing winning fantasy football. And I'm, You're and playing I'm, winning. I am. We both are. You're yep. playing winning fantasy football. I followed my own advice in some of these daily fantasy football games. It's worth money. Uh-oh. Imagine that, America. Uh-oh. I followed some of your advice and my advice and made, some, made a couple dollars with the pro game with via the fan duel. America, Mr. Kibasa knows that there are a couple other fantasy programs out there. A lot of D, a lot of da. They're boring. They recite other people's information. And I think you should tell your friends. As a matter of fact, don't tell anyone in your league. Don't no, tell a single soul until after yeah. the season's over. It's our secret. Get your championship. Get to the championship game. Next year, you let them know. You say, Michigan Kibasa, those boys helped me out. Mr. Kibasa, let me ask you a question. Let me let me answer a question for you. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> ah. <clears throat> bum, 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 bum. I'm waiting for bum, that bum, question, Bishop. Oh, I see how it is. I've started singing a song. You got to excuse me. <laughs> let me ask. Any chance? Any chance we could? Let me, uh, we can, let me ask you a question. Um, have our friend or friend, friendly neighborhood vegetarian butcher join us tonight again? Yeah, she's very good luck for me. She is. and I hope she can join us. She is certainly can because she's got a tight schedule and we got to squeeze her in while while she can. She is America's newest fantasy football star, if you ask me. Voice, voice of reason, the, the voice, butcher. The voice of reason. The fantastic. We got to get a sound effect for that. Little dialing music here. A little dialing music, a little sound effect. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Is this America's biggest fantasy football superstar on the other line, please? Again, I think you got the wrong number. Uh, we got the right number. This is sure. the butcher. <laughs> How are you guys? Good. Doing well. And Doing thank well. you for taking time out of your busy day. We know you got better things to do than talk to us, but you're squeezing us but in, and we my really appreciate favorite it. favorite thing to do. So. <laughs> It's our favorite thing to do too. It's unanimous. Mishy, I Mishy, I was uh I she texted me this afternoon. She's like, dude, ain't gonna make it tonight. I'm like, everything all right? Because I was, you know, here I was expecting her house burned down or something like that. And she's like, No, my business is just too successful right now and I got too many things going on. I'm not, I'm like You mean you ain't got fifteen minutes for the sausage hunt? Come on. He baby. cried a Come little. On, I felt sorry Come for on. him, and I'm here. All right. I, I I appreciate that so very much. Butcher, how's your fantasy football team doing week 10? Your main team. I won in both weeks, so that's uh, that's something, right? It's, uh, it's not a bad thing. There's a lot of injuries that are going down and coming around. 
Have you been aware of the way of the injury report, otherwise known as the, the hurt locker, coming into week eleven? Have you been keeping hurt. up with it? Can I throw some craziness at you? Sure. George Kittle, tight end, uh-huh. not going to play. Not I going know. to play. Y A Kittle. Austin Austin Hooper, tight end, might not be back until after the fantasy football playoffs. Ouch, that hurts me. Remarkable. And uh, the tight end position is the one that's really starting to get to me because we're running out of options, fellas, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in the world. Jack Doyle, Jack Doyle. <laughs> yeah, Jack Doyle. You heard you heard him a few times on this, this particular podcast. That's Who your dog your, uh, in the corner there, Mishy? Your dog barking again? Yeah, it must be. Um, Butcher, who is your tight end? Who are you, who are you rocking in week 11? I just want to ask. Well, I have Kittle, and he is, of course, on my bench. So that is not the tight end that I'm rocking. I have Ebron. Okay. In one league. And then uh, in I, my, all right. And then in my other league, I have Greg Olson, which please. you know. Those are uh, those are capital capital options. Those are not bad options. That's pretty good. I had to so you were ahead of myself. the you were ahead of the curve there when you when it came down to tight end hurt locker this week. Butch. Well, there's no question. You have people in position. That's not always easy to do. If you look at some waiver wire, America, you're going to see some slim pickings, kids. Slim pickings. I have. Uh, I'm a Austin Hooper kind of guy, and this is where uh, my season can fall apart quickly. When the star players start getting hurt, ten, week ten, week eleven. It's interesting, and it's kind of curious to me each year how we adapt and prepare for the playoffs. I'm preparing for the playoffs, personally. So I went ahead and picked up uh, Eric Ebron Butcher. I think that's a good sign for both of us. Jack Doyle, so my dog barked his name somehow, and uh, Jack Doyle's been the the recipient of a couple touchdowns over the last couple weeks, and uh, We've talked about that here, but I think this week it's Aaron Ebron, Eric Ebron's case. So, Mishy, I am also on this. I I got the Austin Hooper in in my other league, and so he went down. I've been riding him all – I didn't have to think about him pretty much for most of the year. So I went to the waiver wire where it was pretty slim pickings, and I picked up my banjo just like slim pickings did, and I played a little bluegrass, and I was like, hmm, what do we got here? And as much as I didn't want to do it, I had to go out to Denver and go deep sea fishing for Noah Fant, man. Just had the game (laughs) of his career, though, last week. Uh, That's not a bad pickup. That's not a bad pickup. Noah Fant, you tell me. Noah Fant. Jumping on the ark with Noah Fant. (laughs) That's how... uh... That's how slim the pickings are. You know, at uh, A.J. Green, the wide receiver, he's still not going to play people. Uh, Matt Stafford has another broken back two years in a row. God bless him. He's not going to play. Adam Thielen is not going to play. T.Y. Hilton is not going to play. For those of you keeping score, Will Fuller is allegedly coming back from another hamstring. Don't count on it. And there is, there is, this is Emmanuel Sanders got a rib issue. There's a, there's a lot of things to be mindful of coming into week 12 and butcher. I know that you're a busy woman. Do you mind if we just get started? Let's talk about some fantasy football. Okay. All right. We're going to go with the thunder and the lightning. The Thursday night classic. 
the Thursday night classic. The Pittsburgh Stellas are going to Ohio, northern Ohio, to play the Cleveland Browns. Uh-oh. And it's cold a, up there. Uh, it's cold up there. A, tradi- a traditional love fest like there's never, like no other. And in this game, the Steelers seemingly have corrected themselves at five and four. The Browns are um, um, perhaps pie-eyed, widely optimistic about correcting themselves after three, after going three and six. As the voice of reason internationally in fantasy football, and the pro game, Butcher. Who do you like in this Browns versus Steelers game? Who do you like? Don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> I wasn't Don't speaking say to you. It. I, was, I was not speaking. I was speaking to the voice of reason. I was talking to the voice of reason. <laughs> oh, I see how it is. I see how it is. I think you guys called me, right? <laughs> yeah. I asked the question. Mr. Kielbasa maybe doesn't he anticipate something. Um, you don't let know me what you hear my answers ever <laughs> when it comes to the Browns, but I have but, to go with Steelers. Oh. You going with the Steelers on Thursday night? Yes, yes. What indeed. is it? What uh, What is in your eyes? What What's the difference maker? What's the um, What's going to turn the tide and, and give Pittsburgh a W? Uh, they have an awesome defense, which I have in one league. So do I. Super. Oops. <laughs> Don't tell anybody I have the Steelers defense and I'm playing them. Oh, now that's just that. You see the convenience of rationalization right here, America. (laughs) It matters not who your favorite team is. It matters greatly playing winning fantasy football. Mm. Butcher, how are the Steelers going to win this game? Where is the fantasy football love? Thus, translation into scoreboard points in Cleveland. Who scored me fantasy points and for the Steelers, tell me what's happening. For the Steelers? Yes. How are they going to win this game? Well, it's, you know, again, it's fantasy football, so I also have a conflict of in- interest. Understood. And in I have Odell Beckham in late, too. So. But I still think it's their defense. I'm sorry. They're going to get to the quarterback. They're going to, they're going to sack the quarterback. I'm sorry. <laughs> the, um, are they going to have four? Sacks or more, in your opinion, Mrs. Butcher? I think Baker's going to have more than four sacks. They um they've been playing they've been playing a great brand of uh, of fantasy football and pro football defense. You know, Connor is uh, back in a full time position allegedly for the first time in weeks, and um, I think him coming back really starts to balance the tables, and I can see him having. Um, a nice, a nice football game, fantasy football wise, like a buck twenty on the ground wise, and the touchdown. I agree wow. with you. Uh, I agree with you about the defense. I can see their uh, Pittsburgh Steel- Steeler defense scoring another defensive touchdown. Mark it down, America. Crayons out. It's Steelers over. Defensive. That's touchdown. the end of the note. That's fantasy. Hope you enjoyed fantasy football for us for this week, everybody. Well, that's where we're gonna end it right yeah. there. Nice talking to you, yeah, Mitchie. Is Thank the weather you. supposed to be bad? It's, it's cold and shitty up there. It's. I, I think it's. It's not supposed to snow, but it's. It's gonna be mm, high twenties. I um, you know why I like the Steelers this week, Butcher. And I've liked the Steelers. I've I've liked the Steelers since uh, Roethlisberger went down. Believe it or not, because this is now a new identity on a, a tough 
tough football team. They have come back to their roots, if you would. We're no longer the three-headed Hall of Famers, Bell, Roethlisberger, and Brown. We're now going to rely on our defense and gutting things out. And um, I like that about so I like yeah. I like that about uh, football teams. And um, the Steelers are now over five hundred and feeling kind of big about themselves. What about the fantasy football bust at wide receiver named Juju Smith Schuster? You... <laughs> Tell me what Juju's going to do to contribute fantasy wise, or do I keep him on the bench this weekend? Oh my god. Um... I think he's probably a bench guy. There you go. That's fair. I I can agree with that. I um, it's he's anyone's guess. It's it's anyone's guess who's going to catch the ball for the Steelers with that kid playing quarterback. And if you're in a pinch, you want to put some uh, bravery and some love on Juju. God bless you. I would go somewhere else. I um I appreciate that little prediction there. I think that's going to be a fine fine thing there, uh, Butcher. What about you, Homer? Mm-hmm. Homer, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. tell me how, tell me how, and what is going to happen in this game? Meaning, what is, who's going to win this game, and how does that translate into fantasy football points for hashtag America's team? America, do not go back into past fantasy football ferocities and see how many times I said this, but... The Cleveland Browns are going to come out and have the game that everybody thought the Cleveland Browns were going to have in week one. Kareem Hunt got his first game back under his belt, and he's going to show the world in a cold and dry Lake Erie night that he was made to play football, and the Browns are just going to feed off of him, and the young buck's going to drop back and hit a couple bubble screens to OBJ, and then he's going to hit a couple 50 15-yard outs to Jarvis Landry, and the Browns are going to say, Hey, Minka, your mom called, and you should should go home for a minute because the Cleveland Browns are showing up this week, baby. (laughs) Four and six, here we come. That's all we get. That's all we get is they're showing up. Okay. Um, Okay, so we know Kabasa is still in denial, and the room is padded. There, butcher. I, um, the room is padded and Kabasa is still in it. Yeah, well, sorry for the little monkey outburst. He walks in while I have it. I knew he wouldn't. I knew he wouldn't be able to contain himself once I started cutting a face promo on the bus. He he couldn't. (laughs) I took you off speakerphone. He could not help himself. Uh, Let him do. I'm playing the monkey. Oh, there's serious times in the house. Oh, there's. It's a beautiful thing when uh, when the, the. to betroth and play each other in fantasy football. Raise tough your week. hands, it's America. A tough week. Is that happening in your house, Miss Butcher? Let me ask you a question. <laughs> yes. How many in one hundred out of one hundred? How many people in America let are in your you spot? Let you me are ask you a question. Your let husband me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. How, how many let people you think question. are experiencing that question. same thing this week? Let me ask you a question. This week? Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you, a question. you know, maybe 15 out of 100. That's fantastic. Let's talk about why the Cleveland Browns are going to win this game 2014. Here we go, Browns. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Chubb is your fantasy player here. He's a touchdown maker with 110 yards. You got a second running back named Kareem Hunt. 
completely fantasy viable against this Steeler defense catching passes. I believe that's what Kibasa was trying to tell us. 30 trap straight up the middle. With 70 yards, Quick 45 hitters. catching, and a receiving TD. If you had Baker Mayfield on your team last week and you started Phillip Rivers instead, you lost. Baker Mayfield's a 22-point fantasy score this week. Hey, not a lot, not a little. But the question I have in Cleveland is, which one of your wide receivers is going to have the game? Is this going to be Odell Beckham's game to uh, show I'm a man, I invented the hula hoop? Or is this Odell Beckham's game to say, I'm like Juju Smith-Schuster, a total bust? Or is it going to be Javaris Landry? What do you think is going to happen, guys? Who's the man to step up at wide receiver? Mink- if Odell Beckham better step up. He Minka Fitzpatrick, if you think you're going to blitz on this porous Browns offensive line, we want you to blitz. We want you to think you're going to get to the quarterback. We might even give you a couple early sacks just to wet your whistle. And then when you start sneaking up a little you too far, buddy, you, we're you going to see OBJ mind. posterizing. Posterizing. All right. All right. I'll tell you what. I think the Browns Thursday are going to win this game 24. 24-17 in an exciting Thursday night football game. I like I mentioned the Steeler defense to do damage. People I like the Cleveland Browns. Surprise, surprise, yeah. to do a lot of damage. And perhaps fumble recovery touchdown. I'm calling for <laughs> both these teams. Now last week I went into it with the Seattle game against the 49ers, Butcher. And I said, I like both these teams to score defensive touchdowns. Imagine the surprise in my checkbook when my FanDuel account said, winner, winner. <laughs> Two defensive touchdowns in a game. So I'm loving it. Both Everyone sides, get their crayons one out. for each team. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it, love it. So, Butcher, we have a, a second game coming up. We didn't really get through the thunder and the lightning. Can you hang around for a second game? I know you're busy. Yes. Mr. Kielbasa, let's see get that where private we plane go. warmed up. Here we go. Up to Minnesota. Come on in from the cold, boys. It's warmer in this dome. The high and mighty 7-3 and three Minnesota Vikings are hosting... The Butchers, three and six, Denver Broncos, and the spread is wide, Butcher. Spread is wide, Butcher. Butcher, your Broncos are in trouble, and I think everybody knows it. You got issues at quarterback. Can you tell me um, how your quarterback and how the, the, the backup quarterback coming back, how is that playing out in Denver? How are you going to compete against the Minnesota Vikings this weekend? What is the formula from a Bronco fan, and thus will translate into fantasy football talk? But what's what's it going to take for the Broncos to compete and win this game? Well, they just came off a bye, so they're all fired up, and the Vikings are overlooking them as not not even a competitor because they just beat up the Cowboys. The big so, bad Cowboys on national TV. I think yeah. it might surprise everybody that you know they're they they're overlooking the Broncos and the Broncos new quarterbacks fired up so you never That's know. It. I, I'm telling you, what's the I point of that. that game? 
What's the point? Ten what is half. that, Kibasa? I got ten and a half. Seven and a half. Ten and a half. Well, ten and a half, yeah. Ten and a half. By the time the weekend comes, it'll be 11. Butcher, what if I told you both running backs have complete fantasy relevance and will will help balance the, the Devin Cook scenario and keep you guys in the game? Dalvin, where, captain. Where, where both of those guys are touchdown makers, Freeman and Lindsey. And if, as you suggest, this coming off a bye, Cortland Sutton can get his game together, he could prove to be the best wide receiver on the field because Adam Thielen is still not playing and Stefan Diggs runs hot and cold, in my opinion. If that happens, if that happens, your team is a 24-point score. The Broncos can score 24 points against Minnesota. Everyone in the fantasy world is now streaming defenses. And I do, and I hope everyone else really looks at it. The Minnesota Vikings are like the number one rated team for fantasy uh, defenses this week. And I think it's going to be a big backfire. So all you knuckleheads are listening to CBS Sports and whomever else you listen to. Um, <laughs> put the Minnesota Vikings defense away. Because I believe, as the butcher does, that the Broncos are going to keep this game close and keep it competitive. And Mr. Kilbasa, you're a Viking guy. You enjoy all the long hair and that and that oversized fur coat and all that stuff. How and what? Let is me tell you why, real quick. Minnesota you guys know the, the 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 immigrant song, dude. Led sure. Zeppelin is about Vikings coming across the water, and one of my favorite lines of all time is, "On we sweep." With threshing ore, our only goal will be the western shore. <laughs> and that's what the Vikings, that's what I think about when I see, you know, the helmets with the horns on them and the, the blonde hair cascading down and the, the frothy white foam of the sea. It just goes down the St. Lawrence Seaway through the Great Lakes and on up to Minnesota. Dude, I go, I go right to Wagner. I don't know. I don't know what the hell you're seeing, but I go right to Wagner and the girl with the, the Valhalla, thing on her head. The... I am coming. <laughs> oh my goodness! How are the Minnesota? What, Mr. Kibasa? Come on, back off the musicology just for a moment. Fantasy football. It's please. always time. Always time. Appreciate you. <laughs> And how and what are the Vikings going to do against the still talented Denver Bronco defense? Devin Cook is what this weekend fantasy football wise. Talk to me. Help me out. Yeah, he's gigantic. Uh, they are. Uh-huh. Might, they might come out and run their week two preseason offense. Veer plays straight up the gut, and we're going to say we're going to we're going to run it down your throat until you're going to stop us. Oh, it used to be vaunted Broncos defense, and that's why my man's going to have thirty carries for one sixty and two TDs. Oh, do you know what I have on my uh, my little scratch notes? I have Mr. Cook with two touchdowns as well. <laughs> Take it to the bank. The, the question the question becomes: Are you trusting Kirk Cousins? Because now Kirk Cousins is at home. Now Minnesota is at home. That's why it's a ten and a half point game. And I'm here to tell you. I know I asked you the question, but I'm going to tell you, Kirk Cousins is not the answer again this week. Devin Cook is going to have a nice game. Stephon Diggs, you drafted him pretty high as your one. Way too high. I can high. see him with – well, he's a very talented guy. He made a very funny commercial, but hopefully that's not the Baker syndrome. Anyway, 
Diggs is a 120-yard receiver. No touchdowns. People, your surprise game and your surprise numbers are from a kid named Bissy Johnson. Spell it B-I-S-I, John S-O-N. Thank you. You're and welcome. If you <laughs> have, you? if you, if, thank you. If you have a daily, if you have a daily uh, fantasy football thing going, Bissy Johnson's cheap. If you're in a pinch and you feel like being funny, Bissy, Bissy Johnson's available on all the wires. In this game, I have the Vikings actually um, winning this game and not covering. I got a 24-21, super tight. And if the butcher is right, you can flip flop that score. You can flip-flop a score, and this should be a pretty entertaining game. I'm going to say go Broncos. Go Broncos. Let's go. All right. Oh, you're calling an Get upset? Get them running backs. Yeah, I'm calling. Uh, why not? Take a, Why not? So, Michi, you're going to say – I know you don't like to say it, but – The I'm, voice of reason is here for a reason, and that is to keep Michi in line, and I'm loving it, loving it. Broncos loving it. plus 10 and a half all day, baby. All day. All day, you want to be crazy? Take them for the win because because they have a better field goal kicker. Thank you. Go Broncos. <laughs> I don't think right. the Vikings. I don't think the Vikings have uh, that kind of team to be an eight and three team and riding high. I just don't see it. And I think Mr. Elway, uh, for all his smiles and laugh, still doesn't know what he's doing. But I'm 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 think the Broncos going to put up a nice game and definitely find them running backs, people. Butcher. How you doing? How am I doing? doing? Thank you so much for your insight and your reasoning, Butcher. It's always a pleasure to have you here, and we're going to let you get back to your three other jobs. 20 other monkeys. Jobs. And, the, and, the, and somehow you're in the zoo right now with the monkeys yelling in the middle. Oh, he, and all left, that stuff. Uh, he left the, the room, so I took oh, you on speaker and the room. he left the room. You, you finally unhandcuffed the him. You unhandcuffed him from the, the, the end table. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do, not poke, do not poke the animals in cages, people. I'm telling you. And Butcher, thank you very much. Enjoy the weekend, and I uh, hope to speak to you soon. Hopefully, we'll right, see you next week. Night. Thanks a lot. Good luck. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. There she is, the Butcher. Giving her insights Thursday night, very in- Denver. She has some very impactful insights, people. She does. It's wonderful. Wonderful. Not, and it, it, it goes without saying, but we get a lot of lady listeners out there. And hey, sure, she's she's proof. You know, there's the women are just as good at this as men are. There's no difference when it comes to fantasy football. You want to know some fantasy football? You know some fantasy football. You know something that's interesting when you say that, Mister Kilbasa. If you have a room, say you're working in an office, you have an office league, five women, five guys. You know damn well that the women want to beat the guys. Of course, and that's beautiful, and that is a be- and there's no gender problem, but they do want those knuckleheads in the in who sit at the table, eat their sandwiches, talk fantasy football like no one else knows the information, to eat some crow. And people, I'm here to tell you, people like the butcher and women who are listening and enjoying themselves. That's where it's at, y'all. That's fantastic. Where are we going in the private plane? Let's do a little thunder and lightning round, Mr. Kilbasa. What do you got? All right, Mishy. Let's stretch it out a little bit. You need you use your water topped off. You got a fresh beer. You need, uh, I um. I need to go to the bathroom, coffee, my friend. Black coffee. Black coffee. Black coffee, and it's good to go. Black coffee.
Okay, let me. Uh, my hammies are a little tight, but I'm gonna try. You need a little stretch, kid. You need stretch a little stretch. Little, Take a little time. Little what do you think right about here? that Cleveland? What do you think about that Cleveland Brown prediction, kid? I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I uh, wasn't expecting it. Kind of took me by surprise, especially after the butcher was going straight Pittsburgh. Of course she was. I mean, everybody knew she was. But, Mishy, you know what we're going to do? Like we've been doing it for the last couple weeks, we're going to take out your favorite online timer, and we're going to put three minutes on the clock. And from here on out, unless we need to do a little talking in between about something else, we'll do that. But when it comes down to getting into the game, we're putting three minutes on the clock. Those are metric minutes. And we're going to count it down, and Mishy's going to tell you everything you need to know. <laughs> metric minutes. Let's go, kid. <laughs> Where we going? All right, let's go back up to the top. Of the list here, right below. That's uh, Atlanta versus Atlanta. The surprising Atlanta Falcons after I predicted the upset last week. Anything can happen. Anything can happen with the Atlanta Falcons, and they're <laughs> traveling on up to Carolina. <sighs> Where they're sitting at five and four with a brand new quarterback in Michi. Three three minutes starts. Nope. Atlanta, the Carolina. Atlanta. Big daddy. The, the Falcons travel, what, four hours up the road to uh, go play the Falcons, and uh, no one's getting on an airplane. They're just getting on 85 going north. It should be a well-represented game. Falcon fans and Carolina fans. No Chick-fil-A for anyone. I like uh, to apologize to everyone in Atlanta um, for me doubting what was going on. And my question is, what the hell took so long? It took Austin Hooper going out, You, one of your most consistent players. Unbelievable. But congratulations taking out the Saints. Against Carolina this week, let's talk about Matt Ryan, Mr. Kielbasa. Sure. I got him throwing for 300 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. That is a boatload of fantasy points. If I had to do some quick math, that's 13 plus 12. That's 25 fantasy points. Love it. Lock it in. Make it happen. Julio, Julio, down by the schoolyard. Love you. Is this the week you're going to get ching a ning, touchdown? Ching 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 is this the week you're going to get a touchdown? And the answer is yes. We say and it every week. We say it every week. He's getting a touchdown. I know. This is, this is a 100-yard game and a touchdown. This is Julio's game to win. Um, without Hoopa in the lineup, they're going to put a kid named Stalker in. And I have no idea. Freeman is not playing. Ito Smith is out. And the big free agent pickup is a young man named Brian Hill. B-R-I-A-N Hill. If you haven't picked him up, pick him up. Put him in your lineup and look for some lightning in the bottle. Please. I think the Falcons are, are going to be well on their way to having a nice game. There is a guy, um, there is a debate, Mr. Kielbasa, the Ridley debate. And now that uh, Sanu is out of Atlanta and in New England, there's a guy named Gage. G-A-G-E. America, you want some surprise? Russell Mr. Gage. Gage. 80 Not yards to and a touchdown. Nicholas Cage. 80 yards and a touchdown. Ridley will not get the touchdown this week, and people who drafted him will still have a lot of questions. I had a Sophie's choice with school. I had to get rid of Calvin Ridley to pick up Noah Fan in my one league. A lot of sucked. people have. He's one of those guys. There's a couple guys coming up. I think the Falcons can score 27 points. Nice, nice, nice. 
against the um, and again that that young man Brian Hill is someone in your lineup, a touchdown maker probably. McCaffrey is if not for Devin Cook, McCaffrey's the best running back in football. He's going to have a little tough sledding here. I think he's going to get his ninety yards on the ground. I think he's going to catch forty or fifty yards in the air, and of course they're going to force him the ball to where he scores a touchdown, perhaps two. The rookie quarterback, Mr. Allen, has been playing strong. And he's had a little time for reflection, and the Falcons' defense doesn't scare me. I think Allen can get 70 yards on the ground and a couple hundred with two touchdowns in the air. Mr. Moore and Mr. Samuel are your touchdown options. And I cannot tell you, America, which one of those guys is going to score the touchdown, but I can tell you that Greg Olson, the tight end, is going to score a touchdown. If people get your crayons out, Kabasa get your crayons out, this is an overtime game. <laughs> I love Michy's overtime over- picks. This is an overtime game, and I want you to tell me and to tell America who's going to win this game in overtime, Mr. Kilbasa. I'm, I don't know. Atlanta is going to go three and seven and get their two game winning streak, Michy. Okay, Michy, that was about four minutes, so I know that was the first one. So we'll cut you some slack there. <laughs> It said everything it needed to be said, but it came in a little heavy. But that's all right, because we're not keeping score. But we are going to get the hell out of town, and we're going to head up to the Big D. It's the Big D versus the Big D. (laughs) Which one is bigger? The 3-5-1 Detroit Lions versus the, oh, sorry about your luck, Dallas Cowboys, Michi. I'm going to give you three minutes, and it's going to start now. Well, how about that? The Detroit Lions are in big trouble. Um, Mr. Stafford for the second year in a row with broken bones in his back. Running backs who shouldn't even be on the team. And all this with a team that is just not playing good football. Dallas was embarrassed. I hope they were embarrassed by their performance. They were beaten and it should be over. But they should come up to Dallas. I mean, they, Dallas should come up to Detroit and play one of their better games of the year. Dallas is in a position to rock Detroit. I don't know what the spread is. I don't care. The Detroit Lions, to keep this short and sweet, will not score a touchdown. It will kick three field goals. No bueno. No bueno. Stay away from them. You got uh, some wide receivers with some pedigree out there. Stay away from them. If Driscoll is indeed the quarterback, they're going to kick three field goals. If Stafford somehow comes back and my bones don't hurt, they're still going to get beat, and it's a mistake to play Stafford. If you're a Dallas Cowboy backer and you drafted Ezekiel Elliott with the first pick, bonus, bonus, bonus this week. Two touchdowns from Mr. Elliott. Well over 120 yards rushing, and I call it every week, but 40 yards receiving. Ezekiel Elliott's going to be a top running back this week. Mr. Cooper is a touchdown maker against this defense. And the idea that Mark Witten, I call him Mark Witten all Hard the time. Hard hitting Mark Witten. That's it. But Mr. Witten is in play to catch some passes and surprise. I always call him Mark Witten. Is um is in a position to be a tight end fill-in. He did nothing last week. You got him or a guy named Jarwin Blake. Toss a coin, pick one or the other if you're a tight end pinch. And Dak Prescott is unfortunately or fortunately, depends how you feel, is the main man. If Ezekiel Elliott is that gonna have a tremendous game? 
Dak Prescott is going to have an equally tremendous game. Find him, start him. 300 yards, two, possibly three touchdowns, maybe one on the ground. I think the Cowboys can score 34-plus points. And with or without Stafford, the Miami, excuse me, the Detroit Lions are in big, big trouble this weekend. Let's get the heck out of here. Missy, let me ask you one quick question, though. We got 30 seconds. Sure. Dak Prescott, plus or minus 29 fantasy points. Dak Prescott, three three touchdowns. Three is is 18, 18, oh, plus. Oh, there you go. He's a 32-point scorer. Yeah, Dak Prescott's the man this weekend. That's gigantic. And and Ezekiel Elliott's the man. And Mr. Um, Oh, just lost his name. Amari Cooper is the man. You got him, start him. Be confident. Enjoy it. All right, that's all we need to hear about the Big D versus the Big D, the Battle of I's, something or other. <laughs> we yeah, don't the need Battle to know. of D's, that's all. And while we're out in the Midwest roaming around on straight country roads, let's head down to Indianapolis Motor Speedway where the 5-4 and four, don't count us out yet. Indianapolis Colts are taking on the... Oh, just leave us alone already. Jacksonville Jaguars coming in at four and five with Nick Foles back under center, Michi. I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you three minutes to talk about that, and that three minutes is gonna start right now. Uh, how about Jacksonville bringing back Nick Foles? Minshew mania is over. Please, people, keep the mustaches. They're fabulous. Um, I like Foles coming back. It it adds a. Um, it adds a certain value. It adds a certain value to Jacksonville's team, and they're looking to get to be 500. Meanwhile, the Colts, um, their kicking situation is just the biggest problem. They could easily be, you know, seven and two, and they're not. And it's going to continue to be a problem. I'm, I'm to understand Jacoby Brissett is going to play in this game, and I don't care what it takes. This Spring is going to be a rather MCL. low score. It's, I know it. I know it's going to be a low-scoring game. I believe that both of these defenses have uh, come to play. If I had to, and I don't have any starters, but I would. Well, actually, I do have a starter. I made a free agent pickup. Excuse me. I got DJ Chark. Pro- he's been scoring some points over on the other side. He's been. He, I'll tell you what. Let's get to that. Leonard Fournette and Marion Mack are the players that you want starting. You drafted them high. They're up amongst the top 10 running backs in fantasy football. Put him in, be confident. Each is a touchdown maker. I think Mack will have more total yardage, and Fournette is still going to get you 11-plus points just on the on catching and running. Um, I would say 110 combined yards, and Mack probably about 140. They're going to dominate the touches. Because Foles is coming in, I'm I'm a little stuck on which wide receiver is the chemistry. And I'm going to shock the world. And if you're looking for a fantasy replacement, go with Michi on this one. Uh-oh. There's a rookie named Josh Oliver. And he hasn't played a lick. And Nick Foles finds tight ends and take the flyer on a kid named Josh Oliver daily format in your league format at Michigan 108 curse me out or send me cards and flowers I don't care but that rookie quarterback rookie tight end is a touchdown maker and probably close close to 50 yards DJ Chalk, D.D. Westbrook, Mr. Connolly I can't tell you I can't tell you 
On the flip side, I like Eric Ebron to be a, uh, the touchdown maker and tight end player with no T.Y. Hilton and everyone else questionable. Um, I see a low-scoring game, probably 24-17, to 17, and I think Jacksonville is going to win this game. Um, and I think the Colts are in more trouble than they think. I think Jacksonville is going to grind this out, and Fournette's going to have the game and the tight end, and Foles is a better combination, and it's going to be just enough to beat the Colts at home. That's the way I see it, and that's what I think about that, Mr. Kielbasa. What do Coming you say? Right on time. I think you've got everything, all the bases covered. DJ Chark, my man, he was on – I think they were on a bye last week, so I'm going with that, and we are going to go with – You man, can play him. If he's on your team and you need to play him, play him, please. But uh, as far as cold wide receivers, I'm not trusting anyone. I, I think the tight ends are a better play. They play dual tight ends and have a lot more fun. Fine with me, gonna, man. I think the Colts are going to lose. All right. Lose. Let's head south let's, uh, where it's out, warm. Let's get out of these domes, shall we? Let's get out of these domes. They were going to a game and not really know what you think. Let's go on vacation and play the Dolphins if we could because they've got two wins now, but they don't need to prove anything else for the rest of the year. And the, ooh, the smarting 6-3 and three Buffalo Bills coming off a loss to the Cleveland Browns are going down for spring break and seeing what can we do there, Michi. Buffalo at Miami. Does anybody care about this? I'm not sure, but I Buffalo. will give you three minutes to talk about it. Sorry. Oh. The Buffalo Mafia is already planning their trip. There'll be more Buffalo Bill fans there than there'll be Miami fans there. And as many tickets as Buffalo Bill fans could buy, they will be sold. They will take their families and they will take their friends and they will all be sunburned by Sunday. And they will be having a great, great time. And it'll be the the most rocking that the Miami Stadium will be. Miami needs this game. And Fitzmagic, um, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it this week because it's a need game. Josh Allen, I believe, will have his best game in weeks. I think Singletary is is a coming home. I think Frank Gore is coming home. And both those running backs will be fantasy viable this week with Singletary being the main man. I like Sheriff John Brown. No, not to score a touchdown. I'm sorry, but to catch 85 yards and to be competitive. I love him as a player. I wish I could say he's scoring a touchdown, but he's not. People have a fascination with screaming the defense of the Buffalo Bills. They've been very disappointing. This week, I would take a flyer on the Buffalo Bill defense because Fitzmagic doesn't have a running back to speak of. Devontae Parker is your one wide receiver who's healthy. And Gusecki. He is a tight end who you may want to pick up, but Buffalo will be keying on him. Um, you may want to pick him up due to all the injuries and take a flyer. But I think that uh, in this game, the Buffalo Bills will score 27-plus points. The Miami Dolphins may get 13, may get 10. And Buffalo is going to right their ship, go to 7-3, and three, and Miami's going to just, you know, just – dream of pina coladas in a sunset the buffalo mafia will leave that stadium the buffalo mafia will leave that stadium and go back to a 35 degree buffalo 
day on Monday, or even if Sunday night they'll fly in if they're conscientious, because Buffalo people are pretty nice about that. And they're going to go from paradise to freezing temperature, but they're going to be warm, sunburned, and the Buffalo Bills are going to win this game easily. Next question. <laughs> I got a question for you, Mishy. Let's see. Sure. 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 Let me ask you. Let me ask you. Let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Sure. There's got to be some sort of surprise. Everybody was talking up Cole Beasley last week. Can you say that Cole Beasley will have a touchdown? Will he be no. a touchdown maker? No. No touchdown. No, I, I don't Cole think Beasley. so. No, I don't think so. I um, I'm liking Sheriff John Brown, like I said. Um, I think that Cole Beasley will catch seven or eight, nine passes. Um, and I like the running backs to be the big dogs. And I like Allen to throw the ball at least to Singletary into the end zone. And he might run it in twice, once or twice himself. Um, again, Buffalo is going to dominate this game and the running backs are going to do their work. There we go. Sheriff John Brown. Sheriff John Brown's my guy, but that's about it. The killing of a deputy down in Miami, and we are done with this game, dude. <laughs> Let's enjoy the sunshine and get out. And I say, dun, 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 it's one of my favorite uh, drum fills from that song. Come on now, let's get to the let's get to one of the great games this week. Let's, let's get on that try private to get plane. Out of here. It's too hard to leave. It's too now, the hard. The weather to is leave, nice in Miami. Man. I must admit to you. Is, let's see. Let's get on out of here, and let's get on up to the beautiful city of Baltimore. And oh man, Baltimore is just too good right now. And they're gonna be hosting. Another pretty good team with potential for greatness, the six and three. Houston Texans at the seven and two high atop the AFC North. Baltimore Ravens, Michi. I think there's a this is a fantasy football buffet potential right here, and we're gonna talk about it in three minutes starting now. Three minutes to talk what could be the better game or if not the best game of the week. Alright, you got it. I think the Houston team is going to beat the Baltimore Ravens in a shootout. I think Houston is going to score 37 points and kick a field goal with their last possession to win this particular shootout. Deshaun Watson is going to have a game because he's the best quarterback in football. Um, Three touchdowns. One on the ground, two in the air, 320, 330 yards. It's going to be awesome. His counterpart, the exciting Mr. Jackson, 60-plus yards rushing again, 220 yards in the air, two touchdowns. So that makes Watson your fantasy player. I like uh, Mr. Ingram to have over 100 yards on the ground because that's what he does. And he's a touchdown maker against Houston. I see Carlos Hyde having success on the ground. But Sir Duke Johnson is a touchdown maker you can in the feel air. It all over. <laughs> you can feel it all over. 
Uh, uh, you got that right. Um, Mr. Hopkins, you drafted him super high. Sometimes he's been super. Sometimes he's been just good. 120 yards and a touchdown good. The question I have, Will Fuller is coming back, but Kenny Stills, your favorite 401 player card, who are you starting in that game? Or if you get, if you can, are you going to skip it? What are you doing there? Dude, if I get a chance to start Kenny Stills, I'm starting Kenny Stills, man. All right, you have it. There you go. The, uh, the other uh, Brown, Marquise Brown, is an 85 to 100-yard receiver. And if he's lucky, mm. he may sniff the end zone. But I'm not smelling it. The tight end, Andrews, if you have it, if you have him on your team, Mark Andrews, 75 yards, touchdown maker, must-start fantasy football player. Both kickers are double-digit point makers. Wow. Um, and wow. I, and I think – yes, sir. And I believe the kicker in Houston is going to kick the game winner with less than five seconds on the clock. I like neither of these two defenses to do a lot. I could see a handful of sacks for either team. Now, is that three points or eight points? It's hard to tell. So I would avoid them altogether. I think if you're watching one game at 1 o'clock, this is the game to watch. I'm to understand the weather would be a little cool, and it's not going to matter. This is going to be a great football game with a lot of pro football playoff implications and a lot of movement in your fantasy football teams. It's it, The two quarterbacks here are must-starts. The wide receiver in Houston is a must-start. Must Ingram is a must-start. You need to start Carlos Hyde, but you should start Duke Johnson. And you we love, we love, we love, we oh, love. Oh, <laughs> and we like Nicky Hopkins to have another great game. And that's what's going to happen. The best game of the week. And uh, any questions? Any questions? No. I'm this ready. is a game to watch, Mishy. So we're going to go here. We're going to step over here. And we're going to... We're going to take a T.O. a little bit because we've got to talk about one of the teams in this game and what they did last week in the Forget About It Bowl. Michi's New York football Jets. Jets. Jets coming off a win, Michi. How do you feel about that with the greatest stripping strip score that I've ever seen? Highway robbery from Danny Dimes, Michi. Um, Danny Dimes threw four touchdowns against the Jets last week, just so you know that. And he lost. Four. And lost. And there is, um, in any other world, the Jets at 2-7 and seven playing. Uh, no, let's not say it that way. In any other world, the Jets coming off a good victory, going down to Washington to play in a crappy team. You would call this a trap game for the Jets. But the Jets are just as crappy at 2-7. and seven. This is... A combined three and fifteen. Two teams playing yeah, in this there's game. No, there's no trap going on in this game. There's yeah. no trap. Call there's the no analogy trap, police if you're saying this is a trap game. In any, if the Jets were average, coming off a big win, this would be a trap game, and I would be worried about it. I have, um, I, in my opinion, and you could start the clock at any time. The Jets' defense is. I wanted to talk. Well, I I wanted to talk about the Jets in general first, and then we'll tag it in. I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about the win last week because the win is rare, (laughs) and I'm hoping you got some sort of satisfaction out of it. Um, it was a very entertaining ball game between two uh, very very poor football teams. I like. uh, I was shocked that the Jets' green uniforms were suddenly black. 
That was, cr- that was a, those are crazy uniforms. It, it always like Richard Todd took some mushrooms and went to sleep uh, and, and had a dream. Yeah, and now we're wearing black. Thank you, Nike. It <laughs> happens to everyone. Um, this is um, the Jets uh, made an announcement. The uh, acting owner, um, one of the Johnson brothers, said, "Our coach will be here next year." Yeah, and what that means the hell? He'll be that, here this year. That means so he might be gone next week. G- you know, gave him a, a job through confidence. the end of next year. Was that that was the biggest heel move that the Jets have seen in a long time? I mean, why? The, why did you guarantee him next year? The the Jets are um, the Jets are it's crazy. The Jets are two and seven for a reason. That's all. Um, the Jets will play the Washington Redskins because it's on the schedule. The Jets are going to beat the Washington Redskins twenty four. That's 10. right, Michi. That's right. Three and seven. <laughs> Here we come. Two game winning streak for the Jets. Don't call it a comeback. All right. If you are looking for a replacement, starting the clock. Um, Go ahead, man. You don't even have to. This is a beautiful <laughs> thing. Sam Darnold is going to complete 24 passes and two touchdowns. Crowder is not going to be the recipient of the touchdown this week. Richie Anderson is going to have a real nice game, and he's on your waiver wire. And he's a touchdown maker over 80 yards easily. The Jets' defense with that wonderful strip sack still fresh in my mind are touchdown makers. America, that is three or four defensive touchdowns that I've already called out. Get your crayons out. Um, they're going to have five sacks. They're going to recover, recover like two fumbles. The Jets are a fantasy player. Their defense will be the best thing that you can do all year with the Jets. And they're going to beat Washington handily. Le'Veon Bell has a knee and ankle issue. Ooh. Therefore... Be very careful with Mr. Bell, and if you're feeling lucky or feeling a little frisky, Bilal Powell is still a member of the Jets. Unbelievable. He's been on the team for like 20 years now. His hair is whiter than mine, and my hair is as white as Steve Martin's. This will be a, a, a workout for the Jets. They are going to work out like the Redskins are a punching bag. Geis is coming back. Adrian Peterson is playing over 90 yards in the last five games, not against this Jet defense. Wow. Look um, at Missy talking rookie, tough. I'm tough because I'm a tough guy, right? The uh, Yeah, right. The, the rookie will uh, will be like a cookie getting dunked in milk. He is in big trouble, and he's going to be eaten, and he's going to be a plateful of them. McLaurin is a player, and if he catches a pass, if he catches five passes, one is a touchdown, and that will be the sole touchdown for the Redskins. They will get a lucky field goal. And I don't know what the point spread is here, and I don't care. The Jets are going to win this game like 24-10. to 10. And I got one more prediction for you. You ready, Mr. Kielbasa? Sure. Redskins, 12-plus penalties. The Jets, minus 10 penalties. Oh, my God. Plus 12 penalties for the Jets. <laughs> minus 10 for the Jets. What does that mean? for the Redskins. What does They're that gonna mean? They're going to get, like, nine penalties. That's all. And one's going to get declined. Oh, 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 gotcha. That's funny. <laughs> it's, sorry, it took, it took a minute for the... To... <laughs> So, Michi, let's not even, you know, I'm going to watch this game, but I'm not going to be. 
No, you're going to be watching this game going, come on, baby. Let's get. So, hey, on the other side of the football, I am high on Dwayne Haskins. I know the learning curves there, but he, this, Terry McLaurin, Dwayne Haskins, if they can get another year out of Adrian Peterson, if they pick up a running back next year, they might. They got some potential. Dwayne Haskins is going to be a decent football player sometime, but Michi, let's go. We haven't made a wager yet, and you're flying high on the New York Jets, so we're going to put a little oh, something, something on this me, game. Man. What do you got for me? We're in Washington, D.C., otherwise known as Maryland. They probably play in. Yeah. And uh, seeing we're in Maryland, now the season is over for the Crabs. That's no good. But we can go for a sophisticated crab dinner somewhere. Like crab cakes and crab bisque and yeah, we I can have you know we got to incorporate some crabs and corn. That's I wanna, all I'm telling. I want to go to Crab Fest and then I also want the uh, the cold, the tower, the tower of seafood to go with with it and all the I want uh, the the seafood tower in the middle with the oysters, wet bar, whatever, and then I want it surrounded with crab cakes. Oh, that's fantastic! That'd be yeah. that'd be completely delicious, like a raw bar. Yeah, raw with bar tower with crab cakes circling it like a moat. Uh, a Pilsner beer or a lager beer or an ale with that, Captain? <laughs> One of each, please. <laughs> no, 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 no. Pitcher of each, maybe, but yeah. not one. <laughs> Straight up money line on this one, Mishy. You can what offer me a point and a half, but I'm not going to take it. This is straight up. Oh, you can have um, – seeing I lost to you handily last week, and this is the twist of fate, I will give you the Red, Redskins no. plus six points. I'm not home. taking any points. We're going straight I up. Take the, uh, well, you think you'll, take, you'll, take, you'll take the point and a half that Las Vegas gives you. <laughs> America, Darius Goose – Geis is how you pronounce it, but I'll call him Goose till he performs. The juice on is your Goose. Waiver wire. He's on your waiver wire, completely unproven, completely hurt for two years, and he's coming back. Um, he might be someone who can help you down the road, but in this game, the Redskins stand no chance against this Jet defense, and I highly recommend you picking up the Jet defense this weekend. Touchdown <laughs> makers. Uh, wait a second. You're drunk on touchdown. I don't even know the list of touchdown makers right now. You've got Pittsburgh, Cleveland, the yes. Jets. Who else? Yes. Uh, let's just have a little look here. No, that's no good. Um, if if uh, Driscoll plays, the Cowboys will get a defensive Jeez. touchdown. If Driscoll plays, and he probably will. Let's see here. Anything here? No, nothing there. Um, you know, Buffalo, I said people like them, but I'm not liking them like that. Those, right. those are the few right now. Okay, we got four Jets, defensive four. touchdowns. Has anybody in the history of gambling ever went four for four on defensive touchdowns in an NFL week? We're about to find out because the Michis called it right now. Bet all your friends, man, and we're going to get the hell out of D.C. because the Jets are going to be walking out of there three and seven, and we're going to go down Don't to Tampa Bay where there's a about to be another team to go three and seven because the three and six Tampa Bay Buckaroos are inviting a very, very angry New Orleans Saints team down to the Redneck Riviera for a football oh, game. Tampa is so far down in the state that when it falls over Tampa, be like South Florida. Come on. Mm. Um, this, sir, you made a you made a nice comment, and people, um, I want everyone to get your crayons out. 
This is a bonanza game. This is a fantasy football heaven game. This is a game where the first team, the 34, is going to lose because this is a shootout. This is a flat shootout. You said the Saints were embarrassed. Let me give you the fantasy love. Are you ready to put that timer on, or are we already rolling? Let's hit it. I'll get this done in no time. Drew Brees, stud, three touchdowns, but only 225 yards. His counterpart, Jameis Winston, super stud, 340, four touchdowns in an interception. I was mostly wrong about Winston last week. I will not be wrong about Winston this week. Shootout. Running backs, both of them, you know, perhaps all four of these guys might be valid. But for Tamper, Ronald, Ronald Jones, Me Ronald Jones, Ronald Jones, Ronald Jones. Ronald, Ronald Jones, Ronald Jones, Ronald Jones, Ronald Jones, Ronald Jones, Ronald Ronald Jones will have a nice game, but uh, Peyton Barber is your touchdown maker in this game. People, get them crayons out. Get them crayons He's a bi-week sub that you know a bunch of you are picking up because he's been sitting there on the waiver wire all and year. And, and, you've and, been he's like, ready, and he's ready. Alvin Kamara um, is back for a second week. 80 to 90 yards plus on the ground. Six catches, 70 yards, touchdown in the air. Must start player. Must start. Um, Murray is going to vulture a touchdown and get you about 38 yards. Very surprising, but 10 fantasy points. It's going to be remarkable. It's going to be a great game to watch. The weather's going to be fabulous, too, by the way. And wide receiver, we have three of the best fantasy wide receivers in the world going. Wow. Evans, Godwin, and Thomas. It's remarkable. Each, each, each over 100 yards and touchdown makers in this game. And I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, Mr. Kilbasa. Tell me your what, Michigan. K card, your 401k card, Ted Ginn, isn't the play. The ageless Trey one. Quan, Trey Quan. <laughs> <laughs> he won the national championship in like 2002. Yeah, but that was that was a long time ago. That's that what was, I'm saying. Really, you know, that was that was a long time ago. Trey Quan, what's his name? Trey Quan, Trey Quan Smith, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. is his name. Yeah is the player who's going to score a touchdown for you Saints fans. And it, he is going to be damn near 80 yards and a touchdown maker. I like uh, I like the tight end Cook to have a nice game, but I don't think he's the uh, difference maker. Um, what do you think, people? Y'all were on the OJ train, and Mr. OJ Howard finally showed up last week and played a great game this week. 37 yards, and he's going to catch yet another touchdown. Write it down. The kicker for Tampa could very well be in double digits. The kicker for Tampa is going to kick a game winner with less than five seconds left. And New Orleans Saints is going to drop two games in a row to, to conference guys, the people they shouldn't be losing to. They lost to Atlanta last week. They're going to lose to Tampa this week. And everyone's going to back off and say, where's Teddy Bridgewater? But it's going to be a highly competitive game. And I like the Buccaneers. It could be four and six by the end of this one. <laughs> it could be. That, Mr. They could be. <laughs>
you uh, there you go. That? That's a, that's a, all the analysis. That's better three minutes about New Orleans, Tampa Bay than you'd hear on a three-hour pregame show with a bunch of douche cannons talking about stupid crap and playing you commercials every two seconds. We don't have commercials yet, but we're working on it. <laughs> oh, you, you want a commercial? I can do a commercial for you. <laughs> no, I want to go to the San Francisco treat where the 8-1 San Francisco 49ers are taking on the 3-6-1 Arizona Cardinals. San Fran lost the barn burner to Michi's Seahawks last week, but what do we got going on here? I think, they, I don't know, there's not much to talk about on one side of the ball, and there's a whole lot to talk about on the other side of the ball. I don't know. I wonder which way you're really considering that. What are you considering there? The Arizona <laughs> Cardinals um, at 3-6 and six are, to me, a completely great surprise. Rookie coach, another rookie quarterback, what's going to happen? 3-6-1. and one. The San Francisco 49ers got beat. How'd they get beat last week? Jimmy Garoppolo is how they got beat last week. Ooh, and Jimmy G. That is that is uh, that is something very interesting. We said on on this particular program, the fantasy football ferocity, that Seattle is going to be tied going into the last couple weeks of the season, at least with San Francisco. And I don't know if this is the upset alert, but if the 49ers don't play a great football game, they're going to get beat this weekend by Arizona. And there's going to be points of plenty. Hmm. Mr. Kibasa, um, let me ask you a question. Sure, I'll, I'll give you three minutes to ask me a question. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Kyler Murray. Yeah. Plus three touchdowns, 300 yards. Um, That is 18 plus 12. That's 30 fantasy points this weekend. Right. Absolutely no chance in hell. He's going to get eaten alive (laughs) by the Niners defense. Eaten alive. Um, All right. Um, David Johnson. Yeah. David Johnson is on everyone's shit list right now. Kenyon for the last Drake two is, years, what's he done? Is, I mean, on the, is like a savior, but David Johnson's always drafted in the first two or three rounds, and that's a problem. Kenyon Drake is the starter, I think, this weekend. And Kenyon Drake, 80 yards and a touchdown, yes or no? No. 60 wow, yards, 60 yards, fumble lost, no touchdowns. Christian Kirk showed out last week to be a great player. We called out Fitzgerald to be the touchdown maker. We were wrong. Uh, Apologies to everyone out there in the desert. Sorry, not sorry. Um, are either of those fellas going to be able to get off or get open against the 49ers secondary? And if so, which one? Larry Fitzgerald is going to have six receptions for 12 yards. <laughs> he's going he's to get targets, me, and he's going to catch the ball. You're he's not feeling going San Francisco. I'm going to let you drive this boat. No. So the Cardinals' defense is um, not going to do much of anything. Now, you're telling me you're telling me that the Arizona team is going to score maybe 10 points in this game. If is that what you're telling me? Yeah, yeah. They might get, they might get a, few, a couple big plays, but no, they're not going to grind it out. The, the Niners' defense is angry, and they're good, and they're intense, and they're fast, and they're coming at you all the time. There's a reason why San Francisco's 8-1, and one, and it is their defense. All right. So on the flip side, when San Francisco has the ball, Matt Breida is not playing. Everyone, I'm sure you know that by now. I cut him because he's not going to help me. And I um, and I needed a little bit of love, so I got rid of him. 
I just got his ass. Wow. See you later. See you later. And um, my question is, if you're in need of a running back, are you going to pick up Raheem Mostert, the touchdown vulture, <laughs> for the San Francisco 49ers? Might as well. Yes or no. Somebody's got to score some touchdowns. It might as well be him. Keep, keep your crayons out, people, and find that man. Number, uh, I don't even know what number he's wearing, but Mostert, M-O-S-E-R-T, M-O-S-T-E-R-T. Jimmy Garoppolo, two touchdowns in the air, yes or no? No, one at the most. It's This is, is going to be like a, our, this might be 16 to, to nine. This might be a 16 to nine go, game. Nah, no, they, if they're going to beat the Cardinals, they're going to beat them soundly. Debo Samuels is your touchdown maker there. Debo Samuel is your touchdown maker there. I'm to understand Emmanuel Sanders is a little beat up. And uh, being the senior citizen of that particular team, I can see where um, he's going to take a little uh, take a little back seat. That's too bad because he's on my team. Yeah, he's on my team. Uh, I got something happen. to think about. Things happen. Things happen. But Debo Samuel is your man. Trevin Col- Tevin Coleman must, must. He will not score four touchdowns like he did a few weeks ago because he ain't done nothing since. But Tevin Coleman has to be – a hundred yard rusher and a touchdown maker, and I'm banking on it. So I am starting Coleman. I am looking at Mozart because he's a touchdown maker in this game. Debo Samuel, and based on what Mr. Kilbasi is telling us, the 49er defense will be solid. And I am here to tell you that the Arizona Cardinals will not turn the ball over this week against the 49ers. I disagree vehemently. I disagree. They will not turn. And I'm going to tell you one more thing based on this 49. And then then I'm going to tell you one more thing after you tell me one more thing. There you go. And then we'll get on with it. All right. Last week, the 49er game, the 49ers and Seattle both scored defensive touchdowns. I had that play, Mr. (laughs) Gilbasa. I put $3 on that particular pet on on that particular play. Both teams scoring defensive touchdowns. Correct. I made a parlay. No way. Really? Of course. I I listened to the sausage house. This is tremendous. (laughs) This resource is is gold, people. And uh, tell your friends in Vegas, please. And I think uh, my $3 paid off $54.72. Nice. (laughs) There you go. People will say, Missy, $3. Are you kidding me? I'll tell you what, people. You listen to the sausage house. You make your own list. You put your nickel down, and you realize, oh, my goodness, Michigan is calling out, and Mr. Kabasa is calling out. Cash money, not just in the fantasy game, but in the realm of the professional gambler. It's remarkable the tentacles that the National Football League has. And I am privileged to tell you how well that worked out for me on Monday night. Get some people. Get some. Yeah. What normally is – Pork and beans Monday turned into ribeye steak Monday for Missy because he's calling defensive touchdowns. Missy, I'm going to go ahead and say we are going to go my call. And since it's a Missy and Johnny defensive touchdown list that we're going to put on the description of this podcast, I'm saying San Francisco 49ers score a defensive touchdown. There you go. Uh, You can have it. 
I got, I got, I got, a, I got a ribeye that says that that the Arizona team is not going to commit a single turnover. Okay. <laughs> For a ribeye, yeah, a baked That's potato, the... and no green vegetables at all. Twenty-two ounce ribeye, baked potato, and a bucket of beer. Twenty-two. That's the, that's the king. That's the that's the cowboy cut. It's a nice, it, but it's you can eat it. You can we can get down and we I can, can eat you a know, twenty ounce nice ribeye. Beverage. I could eat a thirty ounce ribeye. I'm sure, especially you can, after I win it off of your ass. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. If I see you enjoying it like that in the first ten minutes, I will put my hand up, and the person who takes the order will be prepared to put that second steak on for you. <laughs> Because that's how Mitchy rolls. I, I'm gonna, while the entire time I'm eating my first twenty ounce ribeye, I'm gonna have somebody standing next to the table with a hot plate, keeping that second ribeye warm until I raise. No, that right no, thing. no, no. It's that. No, you see, the way the timing works is when they bring the first one. Give me a couple minutes, and I'll put my hand up. I'll give you the nod. I'll give you the finger point. <laughs> And you will go ahead and, and put that order in. There'll be no communication except silent communication and the sound of the knife and fork. Hey, Tony, on the flip Tony, side, over here. <laughs> on the flip side, right away, the Mr. same Michigan. goes for me because I have a prodigious appetite. Prodigious. And I'm not even a fat boy, so there you have it. There you what go. You, think, you got good. Well, you got. You got a good metabolism. You know what I'm saying? He's got good metabolism. The boy can eat. The boy can eat. God bless his appetite. That's what grandma used to say. All right. God bless that boy's appetite. Well, there you go. San Francisco, Arizona in an NFC West battle. We've heard enough about that. Speaking of hearing enough about everything, it always seems like we're once we're out in California, we're going to stay in California. We're at the hey, we're one game above 500 after almost 10 games. The five and four Oakland Raiders getting a squash match. Welcoming the hapless, rudderless, quarterbackless, winless Cincinnati Bungles at 0-9, brah. Do I even need to put the timer on? No, you don't. This one's easy. (laughs) (laughs) My man, Darren Waller, always good for a a good touchdown up the seam, man. Josh Jacobs, always good. He's going to have a phenomenal. Yes, sir. America, does anyone think the Cincinnati Bengals on the road have any worth to anyone? Fantasy football-wise, respect-wise. Yeah, they're pro athletes. That's fine. Joe Mixon had a good game last week, man. Joe Mixon had a great game last week. Did he find the end zone? No. Hmm. The Cincinnati Bengals are in big, big trouble with Chucky's crew. A game over 500, playing at home again. The rumor is this is indeed their last year because that Vegas stadium is going up fast. And the black hole in Oakland is going to be privileged to watch their Oakland Raiders decimate, dominate, and just absolutely destroy the Cincinnati Bengals this weekend to be six and four. Derek Carr as a fantasy football quarterback, twenty-two plus fantasy points. Yes or no, Mister Kabasa? Yes, yes, definitely. Derek Carr as a quarterback is a two or three touchdown thrower, two hundred and seventy-five to three hundred yards in the air, and he's not going to throw an interception. Cincinnati's defense has been good, but they're just done. 
They're done. They're done. Josh Jacobs, rookie of the year, people. Another touchdown maker. He didn't practice today, but that's a maintenance thing. Jacobs will be a 100-yard touchdown maker, playing with confidence. The wide receiver combination, Terrell Williams and Hunter Renfro, and then maybe someone else. The question is, it doesn't matter what the question is. Terrell Williams, put him in this week, people. He's a touchdown maker. He's due. Hunter Renfro is a pass catcher. I always think he can catch a touchdown. I just don't think it'll be this weekend. Um, the tight end, Darren Waller, if you have him on your team, you have one of the top three remaining tight ends in fantasy football. Feel good about yourselves. And if you're streaming defenses like I am, I picked up the Raiders defense. And they are the next team to score a defensive touchdown in week 11 here in the National Football League. The Oakland Raiders mutilate, dominate, give up maybe a couple field goals, and otherwise win this game by over 25 points. Let's call it 34-10, Oakland. Mm. Everyone in Chucky land is happy. Everyone knocks on wood. And we are thankfully out of Oakland with no one getting in any. Hold the phone. Hold the phone, Mishy. Hold it up one second because Johnny K made a big call last week with the big upset. I'll tell you what I'm going to do right here, Mishy. I'm going to take your ten and a half points, America, and I'm going to say take Cincinnati plus ten and a half as your lead pipe lock of the week, baby. Cincinnati's oh going to give them a good game. They not, may, might not pull it out, but they're going to lose by less than ten and a half points. You did not hear this from Michi. Do not tell him I told you this because he won't yeah. believe you. I believe you because there are times where the insights work and there are other times where you're talking about the Cincinnati Bengals. And I will say to you, if you want the ten and a half points, that's fine. You win this game with the ten and a half points or outright, I will give a thousand dollars to your favorite charity for Christmas. And if I win this game, you will give five hundred dollars to my favorite charity. Agreed or disagree? You're on, man. You're on. All right, there you go. There you go. There you go. We can discuss charities and profitable, prop, you know, right. those sort of donations. And, and, and as we all know, uh, I believe your favorite charity is uh, the Mishy's charity to himself. And uh, I believe the Johnny's is the Johnny K <laughs> charity to himself as well. We can roll with that. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's all we need let's to say get about that. Out of Oakland. All right, let's go up to. Michi's second favorite town, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, with a team I forgot about, to tell you the truth, the Philadelphia Eagles standing there, not doing anything at five and four. Welcome in the goat farm down for a game that's always ugly and lopsided, Michi. I'm going to give you three minutes on this one, and I'm going to start that one right now. America, get your crayons out and take the green ones out. The Philadelphia Eagles are going to beat the New England Patriots on Sunday afternoon. Mm. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is a fantasy starter. 
and he's going to get his love throwing it to the tight ends and to Miles Sanders, and they're going to do it all day long. Jordan Howard will run the ball down New England's throat. They will play action all day, and the Eagles will win this game 21-17. Done and done. Wentz with two touchdown passes. And Miles Sanders will run one in, although he will get good yardage. I would start Miles Sanders this week if you're in need. I would start both Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard if you're in need. And because I'm in need, I'm starting Carson Wentz on my team this week. And on the flip side, the New England Patriots are smoking mirrors to me. They are ready to lose, much like the San Francisco 49ers. They're not as good as their record states. Although New England's going to come into this game pretty confident. Tom Brady's not going to have not going to have the game people want him to have. If you have him on your fantasy football team, I highly suggest you put someone else in. The running back situation in New England is a mess. Go ahead and pick one. I double dare you to start him. Julian Edelman's banged up. He's a fantasy football god in the PPR leagues. You got him, you have to play him. After that, people there's nothing happening for the offense in in and for the New England Patriots. The Patriot defense for the first 10 weeks of the fantasy football season has been the best player at that position, the best group at that position. It's over. It's done. They are not the team that started the year undefeated. They are going into Philadelphia, and the Eagles are going to fly, baby, hmm. fly. Twenty-one hmm. seventeen, Philadelphia. Hmm. Go ahead. Send your cards and letters to Michy 108. I dare you. I double dare you. Michy, I got to tell you that Sonny Mitchell has worked his way onto my bench for the last couple of weeks, and I just don't know. I, I, I had a lot of faith in him early on. He had a couple big As games, but now, man... As I did, he is it's, it's uh, between him and Damian Williams, I guess. It's you know, it's he's a guy that is on my bust list right now mm. because everyone took him to be your RB one at least allegedly. If you got him as your RB two, you were thinking really great things, and as usual, it hasn't panned out for New England running backs. And I don't want to be the guy to say this, but. Tom Brady's going to start showing his age, and it's inevitable. And this is a, this is a Philadelphia team that could lay some hits on him. And I like Philadelphia to win this game, go six and four, and get on a little roll and play much better football um, as the season progresses. And New England's going to win the East, and there's no comp- well, Buffalo can give him some competition, but New England is still the best team in the East, and. That's that. New England loses. The GOAT loses. Carson Wentz wins. Wow. And Philadelphia is going to be a happy place. Sorry, Hoodie. No. They, Sorry, Chowder. Philly needs it if they want to stay in the race, man. That's good. Uh, eight and two. Hey, what can you do except never bet against the GOAT and the Hoodie? I would. You know, Zach Ertz is a must start. He had his finally broke out. He was bust like. Dallas Goddard's going to get his. And again, I think. I think Miles Sanders is going to have a game where his speed is going to put New England in a tough spot. And Jordan Howard down their throat. I believe that uh, I believe that this is um, just going to be a really hard-nosed, tough football game. And that Philadelphia is going to take this. 
Next question. Next question. Next football game. Let's get out of Michigan's favorite city and go all the way across America to Los Angeles, where the five and four underperforming Rams are taking on the also underperforming Chicago Bears in a Sunday night dud, Michigan. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, I can agree with that 100%. The draft bust here is the Chicago Bear defense. I know people jumped into, I know people jumped, took them in like round seven or eight, and they thought they were big on themselves. And obviously, by the things we've been talking about, um, there's a lot better ways to go than drafting the defense that high. You know, you should be, you should get your card carrying, you know, your fantasy football lover card. It should be taken away from you when you took the Bears that high. Everyone raise your hand if that was you. In this particular game, two underachieving teams is an understatement. The Rams have another offensive lineman who's not going to be playing. And they have the wide receiver is not going to be in the lineup that makes their team go around. Um, There is big problems. There is just big problems in Los Angeles. And I think that um, this is going to be one of those who wants it more sort of ball games. And I don't think either team has the talent to take it. And it might be like the most dull Sunday night game of the season. Fantasy-wise, which is why we're all here, Jared Goff has been a bust. Trubisky has been a bust. Uh, what? Come on. Golf, no, Goff's had a few. He's on. I got Goff, and I got to start Goff because I got Aaron Rodgers, and he's on a, a bye. So I've got Jared Goff. You got a Goff to get off, dude. And he's due for a I good suppose. game. Yeah, I know. He's I, had a couple bad games. He's had a couple <laughs> good games, but I, I wouldn't call him a bust bust because he's starting for me this week. And he's got a lot uh, of weapons so to throw to. So you're looking, you're looking for that little bit of uh, – you're Dipsy looking for doodle. that little bit of serendipity. But as I said, I forgot his name briefly. Brandon Cooks is not going to play. And he's the three-headed monster that helps their wide receiver group. Cooper Cup got zero fantasy points for you last week. After what, 50,000 the week before? Who would have thunk it? But the problem is the Rams' offensive line. Todd Gurley is not Todd Gurley anymore. I am calling him a draft bust even though he scored his share of touchdowns he's not the same player and the rams are not the same team the um i can just see the both defenses being more dominant in this matchup than they have been in a while i don't know where the point i got david montgomery starting because i have to this week i don't mind that because he's gotten a nice workload and I'm prepared for him to have a double-digit football game. He is a touchdown maker for the Bears. I can't tell you which wide receiver is going to catch one or two passes or if it's going to be the tight end, but I don't see Chicago scoring 21 points in this game. On the flip side, Todd Gurley, we love you, Todd Gurley. Where have you gone, Todd Gurley? We said last week you would be the star of the show. You barely saw the ball in the fourth quarter. Coach put Todd Gurley in the game. If he breaks, he's broken. Stop saving him. My goodness. You've got Todd Gurley on your team. You start him. Cooper Cup gave me nothing. Zero, not a zip. Robert Woods is not even fantasy viable. Um, Josh Reynolds, good luck. 
I have Cooper Cup, and I'm hoping – I'm just kind of hoping he catches – he gives me a fantasy point this week. My God, I don't know what's going to happen. But I can see Cup catching 80 yards, maybe, maybe find an end zone against a leaky um, bear defense in the back end. Um, Gerald Everett, all of a sudden he's a fantasy superstar with uh, twinkle toes Flintstone moves running down the sideline. Hey-o. You're in a you're in, you're in a tight end bind. You like to twinkle. You, you like you like to twinkle toes Flintstone or, or Gerald Everett. All right, good. Um, Gerald Everett is a player. Will he score a touchdown, Mr. Kibasa? You tell me. No. Is Gerald Everett a fifty yard touchdown maker this week? No, he lost. He lost all faith in me when I picked him up in a desperation move off the waiver wire, and he scored a goose egg for me. See you next year, Gerald Everett. Yeah, good luck to you. Nice draft pick there. Um, The idea that someone's going to win this game and the Rams are favored by six and a half, say, take Chicago, take the points, play Montgomery, play Todd Gurley if you have to. Play Cooper Cup and find, you know, do laundry on Sunday night. This game's going to be boring as hell. I need you, Jared Goff. I'm telling you right now, man, I need you. Robert Woods is my touchdown maker. And Cooper Cup is going to have a bigger game, too, because Brandon Cooks ain't playing. So you're telling me, you're telling me, what's the score here? What's going to happen? What what are the Rams going to win this game by in your estimation? This game is going to be 24-17 Los Angeles Rams. Okay, okay. Um, Tariq Cohen or David Montgomery, touchdown makers for the Bears? David Montgomery and Taylor Gabriel. You love yourself some Taylor Gabriel, I know. Both these defenses um, have a pretty high uh, estimation of themselves. Neither has been that standout. Any uh, any love for any of these two defenses as fantasy starters this week? What do you see? Yeah, uh, I think the Rams defense is going to outperform the Chicago defense. Going to have another subpar performance from the Bears D on the road in L.A. Because they like to go right. out and party too much after, before the game. You know, Mitchell, Mitchell Trubisky was drafted before Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. Do you remember that? <laughs> yes, he was high on the, everybody's list at the time. And he was, the Browns were like, why, why didn't we take him? And people were looking at him like they were looking at Baker Mayfield this year. And neither of them have played out. Um, Baker's going to have a better game. Trubisky better solve it. I think uh, I think this is a boring game. I'm glad you picked the points in the Rams. Can we go to Mexico City in Monday night? One football more. Captain? Oh, they, they're going to Mexico City. Yes, sir. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I, I like that. I think because they had to last last year, they canceled it because of the turf turf situation. I right. think, but they're going to try it again. Is it in the same place? They're in Aztec Stadium. I um, it's in Me- Mexico City. It holds about eighty five thousand people and. All I know is that uh, that the game is going to be played there, and the field goal kickers are going to have a great time. Well, let's see who's <laughs> playing there in the Monday Nighter, the last game of the weekend for us as we're slotting it in at about 90 minutes right here. 
and you got your fantasy football love going in this game because you're loaded with Kansas City Chiefs. Because the four and, and six you Chargers. Are, you have some special Los Angeles Chargers in this game. Start that clock, give me three minutes. Unbelievable that the Kansas City Chiefs are six and four. And somewhat unbelievable that the LA Chargers are four and six. And I'm going to give you three minutes, Mission, for the last game of the weekend. This I got is, a lot of players uh, on this game. You have Mr. Kielbasa has a player. I have three kill in this game, um, and, and I, that's about it. Um, the Chargers are the home team in Mexico City. I don't know why. Because they don't have a home. There you go. One more time, right? Another game that's not a home game. The Kansas City Chiefs um, lost against Tennessee last week, and I was, and I think everyone was surprised. Um, Patrick Mahomes, of course you're starting him. You daily fantasy football players, just put Mahomes on the team and move on. Touchdown maker, 350 yards, three touchdowns in his game. The ball travels farther there. His longest touchdown pass will be to three kill of 85 yards. Whoa. You got you got to start to re-kill. Damian Williams, he fumbled last week, but kept his job. Keep an eye on the running back situation one more time. I got Damian Williams on my team. I'm starting him. Sammy Watkins, in a game with Mahomes playing, you got him. You might as well put him in. Kelsey is 85 yards and a touchdown maker. And the Chiefs defense is going to do work against old man Rivers. Rivers old is man. the reason... Oh man, Rivers is the reason they're four and six now. He hasn't thrown a touchdown in two weeks. Yeah. However, Old Man Rivers has thrown the ball more attempts than any quarterback in football. And he has scored thrown a touchdown in in like two weeks. There's something really wrong, and mostly it's their offensive line as well. Um, I would not start Phillip Rivers this week. I would start both running backs. Melvin Gordon is back on track. Austin Eckler is going to get back into his pass-catching role, and Kansas City doesn't have an answer for that. Um, I think both are touchdown makers. Both should have 100 yards combined rushing and receiving each. Um, Keenan Allen showed up a little bit last week. He will catch the ball against Kansas City. Mike Williams, people, Mike Williams, I cut Mike Williams this week. He is my draft bust. I drafted him as a WR2. He has zero, well, he has one touchdown in week one. He's done nothing for me. but And he's not going to do anything in this game. Hunter Henry is a touchdown maker. And I believe that the running backs will play so well that they will keep the Chargers close. But ultimately, Kansas City is going to win this game by double digits. Give the three and a half points. Take the Chiefs. Love that Patrick Mahomes is healthy and about to go on a bye. Um, and just enjoy this Monday night game from Mexico. It should be good. I'd like to see whoever broadcasts these games wear some native Mexican clothing. I think it'd be a lot of fun. That's all. The Chiefs are going to kill them. Chargers are done. There you go. I say Melvin Gordon's going to have another big game for me. And Damian Williams, I don't know. It's between him and Sony Michelle. I got to figure out who I'm going to put down. Sammy Watkins has been sitting on my bench all year. McCole Hardman still sitting on my bench for the meat stack. Yeah. 
I would um I would feel pretty confident starting Damian Williams. And if you're in need or you're feeling it, I know it's very hard to wait till late Monday night for these players. But this Kansas City is going to light up the scoreboard. There you go. And, and Sammy Watkins, go ahead and play Mr. Kabasa. I would start Sammy Watkins in that group. Oh, okay. And I would look for some nice production. And I'm not calling a touchdown tonight because I have to think about it. But Tariq Hill is another touchdown maker. He's the best wide receiver in football. Right now. Catching passes catching passes from the best quarterback in football. Kansas City Chiefs right to ship. And uh, San Diego Chargers start wondering what to do with life without Phillip Rivers. I believe that's the way it's going to go. You heard it here first. And on that note. Week 11, people. That's week 11, National Football League. Mr. Kilbasa, I enjoy the pro game, I must admit to you. I enjoy fantasy football because it's been great fun. And now that we can put a couple dollars floating around, I think that stuff is fun too. I hope that people find this a little bit educational. Hope that people find this a little bit stimulating and exciting. And keep them cards and letters coming. Come on. <laughs> Week 11, bring on the game. Let's go Cleveland Browns. All right. Let's go Beat Browns. Let's go night. Jets. Let's go my fantasy football team. Let's go your fantasy football team. Let's go everybody's fantasy football team except the team you're playing. Michi, always a pleasure. Butcher, thank you very much. Hey, you can catch me on the Mark Arab Show on a big radio station. Listen to all the other Sausage Hut podcasts. They're awesome and they're timeless. They're evergreen because we don't talk about anything else. But most likely, happy scouting, everybody. We'll see you next week. Football is great.